Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Hey y'all, this is your girl T, host of Purposely Bossing Up. On this episode today, we have Rachel Hannibal. Rachel is a best-selling author. Let's make that clear. A best-selling author, a mentor, a financial coach, an inspirational speaker, and the creator of Pep Talks, Prepare, Empower, and Push. Rachel has helped many people reach their financial goals by providing them with helpful tips and the proper tools that they can implement in their everyday lives. It is her mission to give the next generation of millionaires a head start on the road to financial freedom. I would like to introduce Rachel Hannibal. Hello, Rachel. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yes, I am so glad to have you on here this morning. It's like a a plethora of financial things that are going on in today's society. And I'm just so glad to have you on here so you could be able to give some insight to our listeners. Yes, I'm excited. So, of course, this podcast is called Purposely Bossing Up. And I would like to know, what is your definition of purpose? Oh, purpose is just a burning fire inside of you that no matter what you do, it just will not go away. It just will not go out. Purpose is the things that stick out to you that everyone else is, you know, like they're ignoring. There are certain things that may penetrate you more than other people. And, and, and that's your purpose. Your purpose is you um, navigating how you can solve a problem for someone or a group of people um, and how you can basically leave your mark, leave your footprint on the earth before you leave. So that's what I believe purpose is. Now, how did you come about, I guess, finding your purpose? Like what what was it that happened that helped you figure out this is what I want to do like today, right now? <laughs> um, oh man, again, I guess it's just no realizing that, oh my goodness, this feeling I have about this is really not going away. I'm really passionate about this particular thing, especially anything that helps children have a better experience in childhood because most of the time we're adults, we hear adults hear about wanting to go back to being yes. a child again. And it's just kind of one of those things that once it's over, it's over. And I, I just do whatever I can to help enhance that experience because also those things that we experience through our childhood carries us through the rest of our lives. Right. So I realized I was a little bit vulnerable when it comes to, you know, young people telling me things they experienced. I, I realized that I even went through things myself so that I can help others and have an insight on how it feels to be a kid in certain situations. So that's when I knew it's, that's my purpose. That is awesome. If you had one word to describe yourself, what would it be and why? Oh, I say it all the time. I'm unstoppable. Yes. That is my word. I mean, if you're in my house, you see I have a glass, I have bottles that say unstoppable on it. I have clothes that I got made to say unstoppable on it. I would just, 
it's just so many obstacles that have tried to come and to stop the purpose that I believe the plan that God has for my life. And even down to my father wanting my mom to get rid of me, you know what I mean? Wow. So after, after finding out she was pregnant, you know, there's so many things that even came after that, that is like, wow, the enemy is really trying to stop me. Um, <laughs> And there's a reason for that. So I believe, I believe that I am through the grace of God, completely unstoppable. I love it, y'all. That's how she answered the phone. She <laughs> she said, I'm unstoppable this morning. You know, I was like, some people say blessed. Some people say, oh, I'm good. She said, I'm unstoppable. And I know that's right. <laughs> I know that is right. So as a financial coach, how do you help your clients achieve their financial goals? So we, we kind of define uh, where you want to be because, you know, financial freedom can be defined differently from person to person. And I never wanted to be uh, me wanting you to be where I think you should be. I want you to, I want to know what your goals are, what your dreams are, where you want to be six months from now, where you want to be a year from now financially. And then we sit down and we take time to dig into where you are currently. And we kind of come up with a a step-by-step or a GPS of how you can get from where you are to where you want to be. Realistic, everyday, tangible goals and steps and changes and tweaks that we can do that can help you get to where you want to be. Well, that's good because people always, you need a plan for everything. Yeah. You know, so especially something like this and especially during this time with the government shutdown and everything else, it's just everybody is is feeling it um, some type of way, even if you're physically not even even affected. Like you may know someone close to you that's affected by the shutdown or going through some financial situations despite the shutdown. So it's like you always have to have a plan in order to get through life, especially with finances. Yeah. And I call myself a coach and not an advisor because most advisors, you just kind of see one time they take your money and they, you know, you never want to, you're just a name on the paper. But as a coach, I walk my clients through that, that, and adding that accountability portion to it, that uh, heightens your chance of actually completing the goal, knowing that this person is with me. They're helping me from month to month. They believe in me. They, they are invested in me. And, and they're holding me accountable. Just, just you know, triples the, the chance that you will actually complete the goals that you set out. That's good. That's good. You have to have accountability. Of course. Always got to have accountability. Mm-hmm. So, like, what, what inspired you to be a financial coach? I grew up, we didn't have a lot of money. You know, single parent household. I had three other bro- older brothers. And... You know, our moms, our mom made our clothes. It just was so many, you know, we had to stretch whatever we could. And we experienced a lot of tough moments. You know, I speak of them. Uh, we, we come in our graduate high school graduation day and they're cutting our water off. Um, and so I, I, I remember being a kid thinking that there has to be more to life than this. Right. Um, and that I would set a plan to find out what that more is. And after completing certain financial goals for myself, um, I wanted to be completely debt-free and I wanted to save up a year's worth of income in cash. And I wanted to have my credit score above 800 all before the age of 30. Wow. And once I completed those goals with time to spare, I decided to now go back into my community, go back into the churches where I come from, go back to the schools where I used to go to, to help those families there uh, do the same thing. Because I believe that anyone who looks like me, who comes from where I come from, can definitely do what I did, you know, digging yourself out of the hole and being successful with it. 
Oh, that's good. Oh my gosh, I can't believe they was trying to they was cutting y'all water off on a day. It was on a day of graduation, and the guy felt so bad because we were coming out with our cap and gowns and we had little balloons, and he was out there cutting our water off. He felt so bad. But yeah, I mean, that's just one of the many experiences that we had, you know, growing up, you know, in a single parent home. Yeah, that's the truth. What are some ways you practice self-love and self-care? I practice self-love and self-care by taking moments, taking time to enjoy the small things. I just got done slowly sipping some tea that was really good. <laughs> oh, what time was it? Oh, I have so many different kinds of teas oh, and I, I have flavored honey and all types mm. of stuff. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, I mean, I think that... I think that there's so many things that we're missing in the the speed of life and, and in the hustle of everything that we have going on. So one of the main ways that I practice self-love is just be appreciative of the things that I have. Yeah. That God has blessed me with, the things that I'm surrounded by. I, I care for myself financially. I believe that, you know, we are working really, really hard to be at peace. And if we're not at peace, then something is wrong. Yeah. So that is one of my ways of practicing self-love. I like to spoil myself with options mm, and mm-hmm. opportunity. And a lot of people think of spoiling themselves with shoes or bags or whatever, but I prefer to spoil myself with different options and opportunities that come with financial freedom. So I think that those are the many ways that I, I practice self-love. That's good. You know, like you said, we have to appreciate the small things in life. It's not all about the glitz and the glamour. It's the things that we can enjoy and we can turn into experiences that we'll always remember. Mm -hmm. Yes. What is a resource that you use every single day in your business or in your life? A resource. Oh, that's tough because I want to say my Bible app. (laughs) Listen, yes, your Bible app. I'm on I'm on a streak. I think I'm on day 435 today. Wow. Every day of um of being on the Bible. I don't start a day without the Bible at this point. And so that's big for me because it helps me to calm my spirit. It helps me to calm my mind. It helps me to be open and prepare for whatever challenges or whatever experiences I may, you know, have to face during the day. But also I use social media as a way to encourage and inspire and connect with others. Mm -hmm. I'm intentional about that. And I think that that's a powerful resource that a lot of people are missing or or using for other things. Uh Uh-huh. Um, but that is, those are the two things that I'm like every day, I'm really intentional about building connections with people and supporting others through social media and building myself up through prayer and reading my word. Those two are good pieces. And people fail to realize that social media is, it is a tool. That's all it is. It's a tool. It is a tool for us to like, like you said, connect, or if you have a business to do business, it's not a tv show even though it is a tv show (laughs) but you know we have to continue to use social media for those tools for what it is yes but that's a whole nother conversation that is another that is (laughs) another conversation because you can have something that can be for entertainment purposes only and then you can have something that is inspirational and educational it's the same thing that we can all go 25 people can go watch a movie the same movie and we get different experiences um, yep. because of what you're open to and what your intentions were and, you know, what you're ready to receive when you go to watch it. 
Exactly. Yep. That's the truth. Everybody's perception is different. So you're a best-selling author and author of Amber's Magical Savings Box. Can you tell our listeners what this book is about? So Amber's Magical Savings Box is it is an interactive children's book about earning and saving money. It teaches kids the value of a dollar and it's filled with their savings journals in there that the children can use to document when, you know, grandmom gives them $5 or dad gives them $2, you know, to kind of track their savings. And there's also goal setting spreadsheets in there where it's going to ask them, where do you want to be? How much money do you want to make when you grow up? Who do you want to donate money to? So it creates this image, this picture, this goal for them to reach towards and understand that it's all possible. It's all possible. Um, Amber is my niece. She passed away in Philadelphia at the age of three. I wrote it in honor of her, but to also, as you mentioned earlier, give the next generation of millionaires a head start on the road to financial freedom. Oh, I was getting ready to ask you, like, who's Amber? <laughs> Amber's you know, my niece. <laughs> and you I'm know sorry. what's funny? When I go to speak and I travel and stuff, people call me Amber because they assume I named the book after myself. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I know she's looking over you, and I know she is super happy that you have created a life that you love and a book that people can always use. I'm sure an adult can probably use the book as well. Some of the parents who read it to their children is like, that was that was really good. I, uh, I needed it myself. <laughs> I know, that's right. So I agree. Yep. That's good. So I want to know, do you have any events or projects coming up? So I'm currently working on a really big event. I want to do, I'm doing a workshop for those who want to publish and write a successful book. So we have a lot of people doing workshops about how to write a book. You know, people wrote one book and they sold a couple copies and they're like, oh, I'm going to charge all this money to teach people how to write a book. But you kind of want to hear those from a bestseller. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm sharing all of my tips and tools and all the information that I have of how I became a, a, a bestseller. Actually holding two spots on the bestsellers list if I can mention this for a second mm -hmm. on Amazon the ebook is number one for educational children's books about money and the paperback is actually number four for educational children's books about money um growing up facts of life category so there was a lot of things that went into place of me you know putting this book together you know all the things the marketing the format there's so much that goes into writing a book and so I'm doing that here in Philadelphia at on March 24th there is a Eventbrite link there's it's a post on Eventbrite um, how to write a successful book by Rachel Hannibal you can search that on Eventbrite also just continuing to have Amber's Magical Savings Box classes for kids 10 and under. I'm really, really excited about that. Yes. Um, yeah, different learning centers and daycares and things like that. Hoping to have more connections, more uh, partnerships with other schools here in Philadelphia and outside of Philadelphia, actually. But other than that, I do have a Millionaires in Training class coming up at the Mount Airy Learning Tree uh, in the end of March as well. That is something you can look up on your website as well. Now, how can um, our listeners find you on social media? Come hang out with me. On. <laughs> <laughs> Come be my friend. <laughs> on Instagram, my name is peptalks underscore 
all one word, pep talks underscore. And I give out a lot of financial tips and tools, especially now during the government shutdown. I've been giving out some hints of things, that, uh, resources of ways that they can, you know, move forward and things like that, or or just maintain themselves while we figure this whole situation out here. We're yeah, in. how about that? <laughs> Until we get answers, let's just hold on to here. And so that is Instagram. And also to keep track of, keep up with all the information about the book and follow all the success of the book and all the events I have coming up. Pep Talks underscore on Instagram. And Facebook, I am just Rachel Hannibal, R-A-C-H-A-E-L-H-A-N-I-B-L-E. And my website is rachelhannibal.com. So it has all the information about the personal finance coaching packages that I offer. And I would like to mention this, if I can. Yes. That the money from the personal finance coaching sessions from for adults goes right back into the community for me to teach financial literacy to kids for free. So oh, that's awesome. when you help yourself, you help you know, give back to the community as well. So it's a twofer. Um, so this is not, I'm not buying shoes and stuff like that off of the the, yeah. the personal finance coaching classes. I believe if you're an entrepreneur, you don't work for yourself. You work for the people. And a lot of our schools and churches are not teaching our kids these things, the things that they need to, the tools they need to change our world. We want them to change our world, but we're not giving them what they need to do so. Yeah. So, if for anyone who's who has booked a session or will book a session, just know that your money is going so that a young kid somewhere can can you know have their eyes open to all the hopes and dreams and all the possibilities and all the things that they can accomplish using money as a tool. That's amazing, you know, because a lot of people don't pour back into their communities. Yeah, you know, people. A lot of people get super big headed and. Oh, I charge a thousand dollars for my presents and <laughs> yeah. all this other stuff. Like I hear this stuff all the time, and I'm just like, really? Like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. when when do you go back and and pour back into your community? Like, every your life wasn't never peach peaches and cream, you know? Right. Like we all had a struggle. You know, everybody's struggle is different, but. I mean, we we not given the 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 golden or the silver spoon. <laughs> and you know what? You needed someone. And so I remind people to be the person that you needed. Right. You know, you needed someone to come into your school and speak about certain things, or you needed someone to share information through social media or whatever. Be be the person that you know you needed. Definitely, for sure. So I'm really, so, really excited. So before we go. Okay. I want you to share one piece of advice for our listeners in regards to just bossing up in life. One piece of advice, I would say to be clear, clear about your strengths and weaknesses. A lot of times we want to hide or deny our weaknesses and we want to dumb down our strengths. And I believe that if we're speaking of purpose, if we're speaking of bossing up, if we're speaking of letting your light shine, you have to be aware of both sides of the coin. And you have to you have to use your strengths to get you to where you need to be. And you have to also be mindful of your weaknesses so that they don't destroy everything that you've worked hard for. We see that now in millionaires. We see that now in billionaires, stars, people who we've admired our whole lives, people who are, you know, we've watched on TV. We've seen their weaknesses tear them down, remove something that they worked 30 years for, 40 years for. 
and mm-hmm. you don't want you don't want that to happen. So that would be the biggest thing I would say to be clear. Take some time and sit and write. Be clear about what your weaknesses are so you can be open and mindful and be able to, you know, keep yourself from those things and be clear about your strengths so that you can use those, use those to your advantage. Um, that some people may not be able to do those things that you're able to do with little to no effort. And there's a reason God gave you that gift and that strength and, and you have to use it. I love it. I love <laughs> it. That's a good one. You do. You have to be clear. That's why I write everything down. Yeah. When you write things down, you get to see, like, you you can say something, time. you can say it over and over again, but when you write it down, you can physically see it. Yep. So it's, a, it's always a reminder. I have notebooks everywhere. I have a dry erase board with my goals on it in my bedroom. I just have stuff everywhere where I can write down something mm-hmm. and just be able to make everything visual. I'm a visual learner, so everything needs to be in plain sight for me. Yeah. I need to start doing that. I might take your idea. <laughs> yeah. I got my little dry erase board. This is for my listeners as well. Um, I was always told when you write things down, it, it always goes into existence, especially if you speak it every day. Yeah. So I have a dry erase board on my wall in my bedroom. And it says 2019 is the year for redefining my purpose. Mm. So um, I have everything that I want to achieve in 2019. And as I achieve them, I erase them off and put up something else. I'm so proud of you. This is amazing. I'm watching your journey. I'm so, so proud of you. And I'm just so excited about all the things that are going to come from, yes, you redefining your purpose and just all the lives that are going to be touched and changed. I'm rooting for you. I yes, support thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy yes. for you. <laughs> yes, we out here supporting each other because... It's rough when you out here trying to do it on your own. Yes. <laughs> Besides the fact support. that that's like not even a thing. Like right. no one made it on their own. <laughs> no, you didn't, you didn't do it by yourself, sis. You got to tell the truth. Tell the truth. <laughs> Who else is out here helping you? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, they may not have a specific title of being a mentor or coach or whatever, but there are people that God has placed in your life every step of the way that has given you a little push or given you a little one up or whatever that has helped you get to the next level. And and we should appreciate those people who are genuinely happy and supportive of, of our dreams and goals. And we should acknowledge those people when we get to the top. Yep, exactly. You got to do it. You got to do it. Thank yes, you. Yes. And I'm excited for you because this book is amazing. You're going to keep saving lives by helping them with their finances. Thank you. The book is available. Amazon.com, Barnes and Noble, Walmart, everywhere books are sold. iBooks, Google Books, all those things. Uh, yes. The book is available everywhere books are sold. But to anyone who's listening and you want a signed copy for your future millionaire, you can order that off my website directly. I sign them all individually and I mail them all out myself. <laughs> I know that's right. And I, I put a special note in for each child who's going to read those books. And I, and I, and I pray that it inspires them to just keep pushing, keep going. That is amazing. Yes. Make it personal. Yes. 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 yes, I love it. I want to thank you so much, Rachel, for being on this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Thank you. And I wish you well. And I hope that all of our listeners will on here jotting down these notes because you dropped some gems. And like she said, if you need to get in contact with her, about achieving some financial goals if you want to get Amber's uh, magical saving box for a young one in your life. It doesn't have to be a child. It can be someone that you know that lives on your street. 
It can be, you know, for a godchild, whomever needs to contact her or visit her website. So I hope everyone has an amazing day and continue to boss up with purpose. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose.